Hello, listener, and welcome to Straight Shot Health Talk. This is the podcast that provides honest and straightforward information about health, wellness, and how to survive our crazy healthcare system. This is for people who want to focus on getting well instead of just treating symptoms. Sound like you? Then let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Straight Shot Health Talk. This will be a quick shot of health which is a smaller uh, episode, you know, not nearly as long as the other ones. Uh, we're just going to talk about really effective healthcare strategies for you. And the one that we're going to talk about today has to do with positive thinking. Now, not in the way of think happy thoughts and everything in your life is going to go great. You know, there is all this talk about thinking positive, being positive, positive psychology, etc. And there is some basis to that. In fact, in a future episode, hopefully we will go into the details because positive emotions and positive thoughts do have significant effects on your health. And this isn't just woo-woo science or people like to think that, oh, it's all in your head. No, there's an actual physiological effect. It actually impacts your body uh, and have, hence there's associated with uh, all sorts of horrible things when you look at the negative emotions. We're talking things like depression and accelerated rates of heart disease, We're talking about a lot of problems with our bowels, meaning people who have Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis inflammatory conditions such as rheumatoid arthritis and things like that. Um, a lot of things that are associated with pain and negative emotions has a huge big effect. So positive emotions do have a counterbalance to that, but it isn't as much of this wishful thinking, meaning if we're looking at goal-directed behavior, trying to achieve an outcome when it comes to health, positivity by itself is not enough. And uh, what's been really interesting with a lot of the studies over the last 20 years is to utilize positive thinking in a way that is both effective and verified for outcomes. And there's a fantastic book that came out last year. I got it um, for Christmas, and it was probably one of the best health books that I've read. I will post it on straightshothealth.com with links there that you can get it. And it is by a doctor named Gabriel Otingen. Hopefully I get that name right who is a psychologist at, the, at New York University and also at the University of Hamburg. She has dual professorships, it seems. Now, what she wrote about was exactly what I was talking about, how positive thinking by itself does not seem to be effective. And so in her new book, Rethinking Positive Thinking, Inside the Science of Motivation, she details just this divide between thinking positively and results and how there does not seem to be a correlation between the two, at least in the way that we would hope. But what she has done over the last 20 years as she has looked at this very in-depthly, and she's done a lot of research study, and she developed something called mental contrasting. Now, what is mental contrasting? Well, mental contrasting is to visualize that future, that specific outcome that you want or desire, that thing that will make you feel good, that it is uh, maybe you want to start an exercise program or you want to lose weight, is visualizing that in vivid detail, that specific outcome. That's the positivity part, all right? But you have to balance that with a look at the difficulties in getting there. This is the contrasting part. So once you have had that positive visualization, the next step with mental contrasting is to then think of how or what those obstacles are that are going to keep you from that end result that you want. Now, interestingly, just using this technique of mental contrasting, she found that there was two particular um, end results that were achieved. Either people got the result they wanted or they didn't. And that may not necessarily be bad. So there are futile activities. Like say you want to um, 
you know, run a hundred miles and you've never run one mile in your, in your life and you want to do it by summertime. Okay. Now in traditional positivity thought, you'd be like, Oh, just think positive. Just think positive. I'm going to run a hundred miles and then you would sort of go out and try, but that's not necessarily realistic. And it may be a waste of resources for you. So using this technique of, of mental contrasting, first you would visualize that outcome. Oh, I want to run a hundred miles. And then you would visualize the out the obstacles in front of that path. So while you're visiting, hey, I want to get that, run that 100 mile race and I want to do it this summer. And you're like, oh my God, it's February and I only have four months. You start looking at the obstacles. Well, okay, I'm working, so I don't have as much time to train. There's going to put a number amount, amount, amount of strain on my body. I haven't even run one mile yet. Um, let's see if I could start running one and if I can get to a point where I'm running five miles a month. Uh, wait, there's only four m- months until that race. And if I start with, even if I doubled every month, if it was five miles this month and 10 miles the next month and 20 miles the next month, I wouldn't even get there. And to be frank, being able to double the amount of mileage every month is probably not realistic. And if it was, you're very likely to hurt yourself. So in that situation, what the mental contrasting does is it demonstrates those obstacles in such a way that you can now refine your behavior. You would abandon that particular goal. All right. But it allows you to use those same resources to reevaluate and plan for a different goal. So instead of perhaps running 100 miles, which could still be the long-term goal that you want to achieve maybe years down the line, you can reevaluate and say, you know what? I'm just going to try to run a 5K in the next three months, or I'm going to try to run a half marathon by the end of next year or something like that, where you can now restage it so that using that mental contrasting allows you to see that outcome, look at those obstacles, and then provide you a realistic strategy to get there. Now, interestingly, this has been documented time again. I have a number of these studies uh, in my room, actually not too far from where I'm sitting right now, that talk about the use of mental contrasting. But she then integrated it with another strategy by another psychologist, Peter Golwitzer, uh, called implementation intentions. Now, convenient for them, that happens to be her husband, who is also a doctoral psychologist. And so they have uh, had complementary research principles. And what Dr. Goldwitzer found was that if you use implementation intentions, it also allows you to achieve these results better. Now, this is not specific for health. This is also specific for, I mean, you can use it for finances, basically any sort of goal-directed behavior. And what implementation intentions tend to do, and I'm going to go into detail of what they are exactly, is they seem to be more like a pre-planned decision, meaning once you have used this implementation intention, it sort of frames the result that you're trying to do, to do and also spares willpower, which we haven't talked about and we probably won't talk about in this um, particular quick shot. But willpower is a limited resource. We only have so much. And if you try to li- rely only on willpower to achieve your goals, particularly if you're trying to do behavioral and lifestyle change, you will fail. There is simply not enough willpower out there. But implementation intentions seem to uh, reduce the amount of willpower that you need and preserve your ability to follow through on an action, even in difficult times. All right. Now, how does an implementation get intention get formed then? Well, it has a very specific process. It's using what's known as an if-then protocol. And what you do is you basically list out if blank occurs, then I will take X action. All right. So the if is the important part. The blank is the obstacle uh, that you see potentially getting in your way or the situation that you're maybe moving into. And then you frame that with the then. What's the action that you're going to do? So it's almost like I'm going to define what the trigger is. What's the if? And then I'm going to define the action that that trigger is going to create. All right. 
So the way that you put this all together, um, and this was again described as mental contrasting with implementation intentions, uh, that seemed to be a little bit too cumbersome, I guess, as a way to uh, describe this particular process. So when Dr. Odin again uh, wrote her book, she just she called it Whoop, W O O P. I'm not a huge fan of that name, um, but it's a good acronym for describing. So. The way that you put this all together, mental contrasting with implementation intention. Uh, and if you want to use that WHOOP acronym, this is what you do. First, you define what the wish is. Okay, that's the W. And this is the positive outcome that you're hoping to treat. And you want to sit down for a brief moment in time when uh, for some of these things, because these can be small goals or large goals, either way. But you want to have a clear definition of what it is that you're trying to achieve. You want to visualize it in as great a detail as you can. And in most situations, you should really write it down, uh, right? There's something about writing these things down um, that is helpful. It helps to make sure that you have it really clear in your brain. Also can allow you to remind it if you want to review it later. So write down specific detail, but you want to visualize in specific detail first. That's the W. The second step is the contrasting part. So we're at the in mental contrasting. The next stage is to visualize the obstacles. So we're going to look specifically at the obstacles that are there. So you have this desired outcome. You have this strong wish, this desired outcome that you're trying to achieve. And then you're going to say, well, what are the things that are keeping me from there? All right. And I've talked about this in some of my past groups and and in uh, workshops that I've had for people. But this is where failures come in. If you failed at something in the past, if you've tried to lose weight or started an exercise program um, or change the way that you eat and you didn't succeed, that's not necessarily a bad thing because now that has told you what didn't work in the past and knowing what didn't work is as important. In fact, in some ways, it's more important than knowing exactly what does works because once you have had that failure, you've had that experience where things didn't work as you know what that obstacle is. So now you can plan a way to get around it if it occurs again. So. Clear definition, clear visualization of the outcome that you desire. The next thing is to see those those obstacles, the way we can really tell these obstacles, particularly if it's something that you're trying to do again, as we know what it was that we failed in the past. Was it because you're trying to change your diet and you had no good food in your house, meaning you had a bunch of you know, sugars and cookies and processed foods and you didn't have any fresh vegetables and or easy to do recipes or you didn't even know how to cook? Um, if that was a situation, those are now that you know what those obstacles are, you can plan a way around it. All right. Now the next part about it is to divide is devise an implementation intention around that particular goal. So we have our outcome that we want. We've now visualized those obstacles, and then we're going to tie it together in the if-then plan. So you're going to say if you were say you wanted to start every day off with a healthy um, meal, you wanted to do a green shake, or you were going to use a lot of greens like spinach and chard and um, and kale and you're gonna make a smoothie out of it and which by the way is actually can taste better than you think it would um, but you want to do that every morning so you're gonna say if it is breakfast then I will drink a green smoothie okay and the way that you now have that is now you know when it is breakfast time you are going to drink that green smoothie and because you have already framed that implementation intention when you go to bed at night it will kind of it saves that willpower in the morning when you get up and maybe you want, I don't know, a muffin or or whatever else there is for breakfast. Um, you'll have that sitting in the back of your unconscious mind. 
and it'll kind of has a, a better chance of triggering because you move into that breakfast environment. There's the trigger. You've entered in that if situation, and then that pre-planned action of making the green smoothie comes to place. Now, how can you strengthen this? Is obviously you want to have a very specific goal, and you can also make sure that you have all the tools necessary to complete that. So because you did the the, you visualize those obstacles, you would make sure that you actually had stuff to make that smoothie in your refrigerator and you would actually have a blender that could blend it and you know you would make the path as, as clear and possible as you can for it. Now there's a couple other techniques in here, ways you can optimize this that we're not going to get about in today um, because I just want to give you something really simple. And again, this is mental contrasting with implementation intentions. This is also called WHOOP. Is described very, very well in Dr. Odingen's um, book, Rethinking Positive Thinking, which I highly recommend. It's very easy to read, um, particularly for psychological text. And uh, I like how she puts her research studies and things and some notes in there. So her, her way that she frames this is called WHOOP, where it's wish, outcome, obstacle, visualizing those obstacles, uh, and then plan, which is the if-then uh, statement that you have at the end. And I will have links for all of these in the show notes at Straight Shot Health Talk. And I may even have a template there that you can download for your own mental contrasting implementation intention, which you can just fill in the blanks for your own particular behavioral change or whatever is the goal that you're trying to achieve. Now, I do want to put one caveat on here. Just like anything, there is no 100% with any of this stuff. Um, while this particular strategy has significantly raised the rate of goal attainment, I mean, in, in, by um, by substantially, what I mean basically is it, it can double the rates of success or triple the rates of success. It's still not 100%. And a lot of it has to do with how strong that desire is and how um, confident you feel in the action that you're going to take. Okay. Uh, but even if you do fail, if even you start using this program and then you don't succeed at once, what that allows you to do is, again, it provides you a way to see those obstacles. So every time that you, it didn't work. So you try to do a green smoothie every morning and maybe you did it for the first couple of days and then something happened. It allows you a chance to say, hey, I, this didn't work out. What was it when I fell off the wagon here? What was the, what was the problem? Was it because I ran out of um, materials for it too early? Was it because I didn't do the shopping in time? Was it because I did not clean the blender after the last time and so it was dirty and that put a little obstruction in the way and I just didn't have the time to do it? allows you a chance to identify further what those obstacles are so that you can redirect and replan and continue on in the progress of your goal. All right. So that's it for today. Our straight shot of health using mental contrasting with implementation intentions. And as I said, the show notes detailing the studies, links to Dr. Odingen's book, um, as well as I think I'll probably end up putting a template that you can use for your own goal setting strategies using this particular technique will be there as well, straightshothealth.com. Thanks, guys. Until next time, stay well.